Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous Podcast. My name is DK Diamantes, his name is Bricky, and we're going to be learning about 40K today, everybody's favorite grim, dark, horrible fantasy. But before we do, if you enjoyed today's episode, head on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous, where you can get access to our Discord, bloopers if they happen, the $15 tier gets all the HD posters, and if we hit 20000 big ones, uh, I will do a fantasy episode for Bricky on probably the Skaven. So, patreon.com slash Ridiculous and Bricky, you got some news, I hear. I hear you got some big news. I, I got myself a uh, big news. Shy, we're going to need all, all the bells and whistles. I need a drum roll. I, oh. I need a spotlight. At least a spotlight. At least minimum a spotlight. Maybe, maybe confetti if you can afford it. If we can afford it. Do we have that in the budget? Maybe two uh, spotlights, one for Bricky, one for his forehead, because, you know. Yeah, it, best she can do is fart reverb. That's okay. Do the fart reverb, but, like, it's a drum roll of fart reverb, so it's just, like, constant. Anyway, um, we have a massive, major, new merch drop coming in, and this has been one that has been going on for over, like, three or four months now. Whoa. And I finally have everything set up and ready I commissioned an art piece a while ago by a particularly excellent, excellent um, artist, and I have the piece finally right here. Uh, DK and Shy have not seen it yet, so... Oh, yeah, you only told us that... (gasps) Whoa! So uh, I call it The Music of the Third, a rendition of the Emperor's Children's uh, Maraviglia uh, effect. As you can see, you've got uh, Bekwakinska in the Whoa! center. All of the musicians. You could see some, uh, some, you know, all, all of it. Of course, distinct enough, le- le- you know, legally distinct yeah, enough yeah, to yeah, its yeah. own point. Wow, that's amazing! It was a long and very expensive uh, commission, but uh, the more you look at it, and you look in like the corners and the various. Imagery gets a little bit creepier and just kind of unsettling. Oh, uh, man, that's great. I'm super happy how it turned out. Whoa. I absolutely love it. Um, so you can pick it up in two poster forms, the 18 by 24 and 24 by 36 inch sizes. Uh, and also it is our debut of trading card game mats as well. Uh, The classic, yeah, the classic like kind of neoprene sort of trading card game mat. Um, The 35 by 60 centimeters, I believe is the the size. Um, We packed up a couple hundred of those. They finally arrived as well. And uh, those are also for sale. And it's also available on just a simple black shirt, black hoodie, just to... uh, you know, oh, add a little bit of extra nice. to it. So uh, starting here, you can get this phenomenal piece uh, for uh, on either a poster, a trading card game mat, or the front of a shirt. And if you buy any two of those together in your cart, you get 10% off your whole order for the next week. So Hell yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. This took a very long time to commission, and then the mats took a while to get here and all the things, but I'm very happy. I I can see why that took so long, because that is, 
That is primo. That's I'm, I'm, great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The the artist wishes to remain anonymous. Okay. Um, that's so fine. so that that's a whole thing. However, uh, yeah, they did a phenomenal job. Oh yeah, that is bangarang. Absolute is ridiculous. I oh, yeah. love it. Also, I I like play mats because I don't I don't like play card games or nothing. I use them as like a, a, a as like um as like a desk like a, you know those full desk mouse pads. That's oh what yeah I use yeah. Them for I just lay it down under my keyboard and my mouse, and it's like a it's like a desk uh mouse pad. It's a lot I, more convenient uh, than just having that one little mouse pad. Absolutely, I actually have one right now from Outer Wilds. Um, mm. The greatest video game ever made. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I have a, I have a, it has been hotel one, but that's because I'm a dork. That is pretty dorky, but yeah. the color scheme probably would look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, yes, uh, that has been launched now. Uh, I will probably post this on Twitter now. Uh, today it's Monday. And then uh, have it all go live Wednesday when this episode comes out. Super exciting. Hell yeah. And it is topical. From a uh, time perspective, because today we have another episode. And are you, DK, (laughs) ready for your quote? Today, topical, because today we have an episode. It's about what the episode's about, you slut. Oh, okay. (laughs) So we're doing doing another uh, Emperor's Children Fulgrim adjacent episode? We already did them, didn't we? Uh, Adjacent, I guess be maybe the term yeah and we we already did the the topic that the painting or not i i well i guess it is a painting the the art piece that you uh displayed we already talked about that horrible awful cacophony of madness okay so it's not emperor's children i'll I'll read you the quote and see if you can get it i won't but sure okay well um, let me do it anyway yeah do it anyway i'll 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 give it i'll give him a best damn shot rest we were not made to rest. We go on unflinching, unstoppable, unending in our strength. The Emperor did not make us for such mortal concerns as hearth and home, vanity or contemplation. We are his engines of war, his hammers, beating out the fabric of existence into a vessel fit for mankind to inhabit. Ah, so this is a, this is absolutely a space marine chapter. All right, so far so good. Um, hmm, is it? Oh, who are? I don't. <clears throat> I don't recall if we did an episode on them. But uh, oh, I'm trying to remember who Fulgrim was good buddies with, and they both made a weapon for each other or, or something. And they were like, "Oh, your weapon's way better for me than my weapon." Then they sort of swapped, and that's why Fulgrim has the sword, and the other dude has like the big, crazy freaking hammer thing. Ooh, what what uh, might the other dude's name be? Oh, what is his name? Is it? No, it's not Ferris Manus, is it? Because that's that's is what that your final answer. Got. I'm going Ferris Manus. Holy shit, DK, you got it. Let's go! Oh my god, I knew I'd get it. Yeah, you. Had, I had total confidence in you. I yeah 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 yeah, and that didn't even take long. No, it didn't. I'm actually very impressed. It I, it also helped that I knew that it was Emperor's Children adjacent and that we had done an episode on Fulgrim and the Emperor's Children and the the thing that we had done the poster on. 
that was kind of the reason for the why the poster drop was today was because, well yeah obviously because it know. was going to be uh, related to the episode so yeah I I got it I got it so when we when I say that this episode might not be as long as other episodes what does that mean DK that means it's not it's going to be under an hour right for us a shorter episode is under an hour right or it just means I'm a liar. Or that, yeah, because yeah, usually whenever you say it for an Adric episode or I say it for a Detective Ridiculous episode, it just falls out of control. So, Ferris Manus. There, mm-hmm. Obviously, there are the two major um, episodes that go along with every Space Marine chapter. Ferris Manus and then the subsequent episode on the Iron Hands. Yeah. Um. I, I, you know, okay, so when I started researching Ferris Manus, I was like, okay, all right, Ferris Manus, often referred to as the Primarch with the least lore or the most boring or just, just kind of like you have to say, what's your least favorite Primarch out of the 19 or 18? Mm-hmm. It depends if you count the two Alfarious. Yeah. Um, most people, I think, would say Ferris Manus, not because he himself is a particularly bad Primark. He's just doesn't have enough to make him interesting. And I was like, all right, God darn it. I've heard this for so long. Let's not get ahead of ourselves <laughs> on this. Let's go ahead. Let's, let's, let's really get that research. Let's mm-hmm. look and learn about Ferris Manus. Okay. And so I started researching Ferris Manus and then I was like, damn, there's really not much. Oh man, no, that was your that was your chance to say, man, I started the research and I realized I was in over my head. Ah. Oh. That was your chance, dude. Ah. Oh, that was damn. your chance. But you blew it. Oh. Sorry, I was getting a little too headstrong. <laughs> if only Ferris Manis had been a little headstrong, right? Yeah, a little might yep. still be there. Um, so yeah, I, I will say out of all of them, uh, he definitely does feel like he has the least lore overall. In fact, so much so that we have covered a pretty great deal of it already in oh. the Fulgrim episodes. Is his lore just what you learn from like Fulgrim and his like uh, friendship with Fulgrim before? Not fully. But a, a bit more than I'd like, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I so obviously there's the openings of Ferris Manus, and, and of course, as we've been talking about before, the episode is really important to understand what Ferris Manus is like. You know, more than just every single bit of lore. Mm-hmm. But what he's like is kind of a cold dick. <laughs> So yeah, it doesn't okay. it doesn't help. Like I don't like the fact that I'm not a huge fan of Ferris. I wish I really was hoping that I was going to roll into this episode and be like, "No, he's so like misunderstood or all these kinds of things." But instead what I got was just I feel like GW doesn't much care. Yeah. And being <clears throat> the uh being the casualty of the Horus heresy so early on, uh, adds more to Fulgrim's lore than it does to Ferris. But anyway, enough about that. Let's go ahead and get <laughs> get get kind of like more into the nitty gritty. Let's 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 do because as far as I know about Ferris Manus, 
yeah, literally when I hear his name, it's just like, oh yeah, he's the guy that got his head chopped off and he was really good friends with Fulgrim and they made weapons for each other and they were, they held hands as they pranced through the field of roses and then everything fell apart. Or, or the amount of uh, missing head memes we've already done this episode. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. Also, all I know about him is that he's incredibly boring and that's all anybody will ever tell me about him is that he's just boring. So here's how it goes. Basically, as we all know, gestation pods. Mm. He was yeeted at a pretty substantial speed into the planet of Medusa. Medusa was one of those feral worlds where the sky was always dark and just kind of depraved tons of like cavernous mountains and lava and ice and just like a, like a major volcanic activity style world. Mm -hmm. He was uh, basically thrown at a such massive speeds that he slammed into the highest mountain of the entire world known as Karashi. Um, it was the Ice Pinnacle was the name of it. Okay. Um, in fact, it, it said that he was he slammed in the mountaintop so hard that the land beneath him shook with the impact and the entire world felt the tectonic plates of how badly he smashed into this thing. Wow, he smashed into that planet so hard that he caused a world quake? A world quake. Okay, that's, 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 that's a pretty big yeet, but all right. We're talking like mountains <clears throat> toppled, chasms were forming, like the planet shifted when he landed in it. Uh, and in fact, some of the locals said that some of the mountains genuinely shook themselves to pieces with his arrival. <laughs> he destroyed mountains All right. with as a baby as a baby well i mean it's just because he got so forcefully woofed into a mountain right not he himself didn't destroy the mountains with like no. sheer psychic brutality so a lot of ferris manis's early life is not documented and i'm pretty sure 90 percent of the time when there is a non-documented um primarch Thing It normally is because they don't really have a, a dedicated Primark book uh, for mm. that situation. Yeah. Um, but Ferris <clears throat> has a lot of like, uh, like stories about him. The, the natives of Medusa were kind of feral roaming tribes kind of thing, a little similar to uh, Vulcan with uh, with the way his tribes were. Mm. But Ferris Manus was very often seen as almost this like, mythological figure and a lot of his early ah. stories were told from the perspective of myth for example right. it was like it was all about the early exploits of him whereas like no one could match his strength of arm so he could not find a worthy opponent and he sought out every physical challenge that he could always returning victorious he challenged a storm giant to a competition of strength the giant lifted a mountain between his hands and set it back down a mile away. And the giant's laugh died as Ferris lifted the entire mountain range onto his back, <laughs> carrying it to a neighboring island. The humble giant was never seen again. Like, Damn. you know, kind of tall tales. Yeah, it sounds like Greek mythology, right? I mean, he is on Medusa. He is on Medusa. And I mean, to Rome, to, to a planet full of just roaming tribesmen. 
uh, a Primarch must indeed seem like this just godlike mythological figure that you will write fables and songs about, right? Like, if a Primarch came to Earth today, it'd be like, oh, you know, and everybody would be in awe. And yeah. I, I don't know. I think we would probably nuke him. Yeah, you're probably right. We probably, he'd be like, oh, I come in peace. I'm just here to shine the light of the Emperor on you. And then, yeah, we'd probably nuke the hell out of him. What's the, the Simpsons thing where it's like, it's coming in peace. Break its legs. <laughs> yes, that is the most, most Earth thing to do. So... Ferris eventually, after a few years, left the mountaintop that he was on completely fully grown, traveled the length of Medusa and stuff, and became known by its people and its various cultures. Um, these cultures were full of, like, tribesmen, you know, old school kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And during this time, the tall tales about him <clears throat> continued. He climbed tall mountains, swam to the oceans, always kind of pushed himself, basically. Uh, and he was kind of... Well, there's no better way. He's he's kind of a dick. Um, he <laughs> must Ferris have gotten that from is, his dad, eh? Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, he values strength amongst okay. everything. There is literally an ability the Iron Hands have in the game called Mercy is Weakness. Oh, oh, oh boy! And so, like he he there the clans, the neighboring tribesmen would fight each other, and he mm. just wouldn't get involved. Because he's like, eh, this is healthy. You know, uh, oh. murder between each other is good. Keeps uh, the strong strong and tempers the weak. And weakness should, uh, is, a, is a terrible quality that should not be kept. Oh, boy. He's one of those. He's actually, he sounds more like uh, an edgelord. You know, mercy's for the weak. We need more war to call out all of the bitches. So, like, you, yeah. so you know how... Uh, you, you know how when you, you're on Twitter or something and you see someone with a, the, a Socrates profile picture and you're like, you're about to hear some of the most prolific <laughs> racism you've ever heard. Like, yep. I feel like Ferris Manus is actually what the Sigma male meme is is really about. Oh, like, like, I yeah. think he is the Sigma male in in general the the don't bother with weak people they only drag you down be strong cold and stoic for that is, to become a 100% better than the alpha he is the sigma male yeah that i mean shy just uh, put that drawing of him in chat and i'm just like yeah he looks like he is just cocked locked and ready to launch a racial slur like <laughs> he is 100% a problem child but um yeah, uh, oh, you want to read this, what Shai said? Ah, oh, yeah, Shai said, memes aside, he was cold, rigid, had no patience or mercy. He was close to Perturabo in personality, but without pettiness or cruelty, he just didn't care. Yeah, Ooh. he just doesn't <laughs> care. He's like, oh, God, this weak person is dying, whatever. Whereas wow. Perturabo would, like, probably step on them. <laughs> he would just <laughs> leave them there. I'm like, well, this is what you get for being weak. For free? For free? Uh, for free? <laughs> Steps uh, on you for free? But uh, the most famous story of Ferris Manus was his battle against Azernoth, the Great Silver Worm. Now, we know what this is now, but at the time it was kind of this, this talk of uh, fable and myth where there was a, a, gr- a great silver worm-like construct hidden deep 
within the mountains of Medusa, and nothing could ever damage it. No conventional weapons could ever harm it. His fists and weapons would just bounce right off of it. So eventually, he was found found a way to subdue the beast, grab it, and drown it in a river of lava. Wow. Um, and by when he did so, pulling his hands from the lava, the metal necrodermis of this creature had melted and fused itself to his forearms. Ah, oh, that's hence, how he gets them. Yes, hence giving himself the iron hands he is so known for today. Uh-huh, and that's why they're called the iron hands. Uh-huh. And it's all making sense. Um, we now know that this metal worm was actually like an experimental Necron construct. Um, oh, so he actually got himself some of the Necron... Um, Mm. Necrodermis. Oh, it's literally just called Necrodermis? Okay. Yep. Like the, the Necrodermis melted over his hands. That's why they're yeah. so darn tough. Well, yeah. I mean, that 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 Necrodermis is no joke. The, um, hey, you know, it's, it's, it's super not, not a joke yeah. at all. But his, his big metal hands were uh, then, you know, layered by that. Because a lot of the mountainous things up there were both, like, Necron-based and also just Dark Age technology, just... All kinds of weird creatures and crap up there in the uh, in the overarching lands of Medusa, mm-hmm. um, but that was like the big Titanic showdown was him versus this worm and drowning it and getting the metal hands. Damn! Imagine, <laughs> imagine just getting a worm and then just right into some lava with your bare hands. Like what a Chad move! I mean, Fulgrim did choke to death an avatar of Cain. Which was molten lava made manifest. I mean, hey, I, they were destined to be best friends. You know, that's a good point. Um, so after that, he returned down to the clans uh, with new ideas and just all kinds of concepts and thought processes to teach them. He helped to craft these crazy weapons out of tools made of metal, shaping them with his living metal hands. Um, and for the most part, he taught the people of Medusa all kinds of, you know, lore and importance and techno- uh, technology, all that kind of stuff at a very fast pace because Primarch's the usual. Yeah. Um, but he he didn't really take over the planet um, diplomatically. Okay. Uh, he 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 was a dictator. He was like, you now all serve me, and we're going to do great things. And if you don't serve me, I'm going to kill you. Okay, so he was definitely not a great leader. He was just, okay. Well, maybe he was, because he's so damn strong. That's like, oh, of course we're going to follow you. Why wouldn't we? You're obviously the best among us. So, you know. I was. I knew you had the sound. I was waiting for it. Yeah, when you said it, I, I had to do it. I'm sorry. Yep. Um, uh, but yes, the, oh uh, yeah, Shai said that the clans of the planet didn't understand anything but violence because yeah, they were all feral tribesmen. Yeah. Um. So it did help, but even like when they became a bit more uh, normal, you know, Ferris was not a temperate leader. <laughs> Putting it mildly, sure. Okay. He, he he is a dictator. That's what he was. Was a full on dictator, and the weak of the tribe were cut out and removed. Uh, and and the strong were made to continue. And so long as you could bring something to the tribe, so long as you were strong enough to help him and his world, then you got to stay. And the moment you didn't, then you left or were removed. 
So kind of like Spartan uh, idea of like the Spartans, where it's like only only the strongest, you know. And even at birth, it's like, oh, is that a weak baby? Throw it off the cliff. Yeah, pretty pretty much. I'm I'm pretty positive that the frail children were thrown out into the elements, um, so that they were not an unnecessary burden on the rest of the community. Oh, and wow. when an adult literally Sparta, <laughs> and when an adult was uh, incapable of providing, they also left. Ooh. So. So the elder, so you didn't really grow old and feeble because the community dealt with you before you got there. Yeah, I mean it's interesting because there were there's two Spartan style primarchs out here. There's uh, Ferris Manus and Percherabo, because Percherabo was on Olympia and had oh. an extremely <laughs> extremely Greek. Uh, wait, no, Spartans were Rome. Wait, no, Spartans were Greek, right? Um, yes. Spartans, I, I think so. I only remember that because I do believe the Spartans sailed with the group. Well, wait, no, they were definitely Greek because Kratos yeah, yeah, yeah. is a Spartan. Yeah, yeah. There, there we go. I, I, I thank you. I was going to say I only remember because I'm pretty sure they sailed with the Greeks in the Trojan War. Right. Oh yeah, Spartans so, hella didn't get along with the rest of the Greeks. <laughs> yeah, they did not get along with the rest of Greece. So there were there were the two Especially kinds. Athens. Of Greece, I, I guess Greek-based uh, factions. Percherabo, and then there's the um, the Iron Hands. Uh, ones from Medusa, ones from Olympia. They get you know, there's a lot of kind of stuff. Though Olympia, despite being a much more war like like technologically advanced area, they felt a little bit more like the Greek nobility. Lots of wine, lots of grapes and and togas, that kind of thing. A lot of hedonism bots. Probably not Percherabo though. He's an incel. <laughs> oh well, I mean, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, this feels like out. more of the uh, the horrible, dark, depressing thing where the the mountains were were covered in, in ice or lava, and tectonic plates were shifting, and the sky was a constant cloud of dust. Ooh, yeah, that's, or, or that's no dark. Good. So, yeah, they were definitely more feral. And I guess uh, him taking it over definitely had more of the forged into a Spartan-like style. Yep. Um, and eventually, when the sky opened up again and the other divine being arrived, namely the emperor, mm-hmm. Ferris took the emperor to, with him, strode up to the tallest mountains and fought him. Not surprising that he would uh, see the emperor uh, and want to fight him. Yep, uh, not surprised by that at all. He saw him as an equal and was like, we shall have, our battle shall be legendary. <laughs> I'm sure the emperor's like, you see us as equals. That's so cute. What a cute little baby boy. I'm positive that he did the same thing that he did with Vulcan, which is temper himself a little bit for their fight. Um, ah. But of course, much like their myths, it was the same thing as the confrontation devastated the landscape, shattering the very heavens. You know, very, you know, tall tales. Yeah, the sure. Yeah. Um, but once they came down from the mountains, their bond was strong and they had a mutual respect. Um, and after that, of course, he was given his 10th legion. Iron Hands are the 10th, the big X. Uh, and he left Medusa kind of reluctantly. He had these feelings of loyalty there, but he also... Uh, wanted to do the sense of duty he had towards the emperor, and uh, he knew that he needed to make strong warriors. Sure. And uh, he knew that his people would survive without him down in Medusa, and the emperor was needed immediately, or needed him immediately. So he learned of his legion, 
formed his army in his image and made way to conquer the galaxy in the Great Crusade. Hooray! All's well that ends well. The uh, the rest, uh, so there's a lot of Iron Hand stuff. Like I said before, this episode will definitely be a shorter one because I actually think the Iron Hands are more interesting um, in than terms of than their Primarch. Yeah, oh, on, no. honest, honest to God, Poor yeah, I think so. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if Shy could back me up on this one, but I think the Iron Hands are more interesting than their Primark. <laughs> oh, man. Ferris cannot catch a break. <laughs> it's, un- it's unfortunate. But they're, yeah. they themselves, the Iron Hands, are forged the way they are kind of because of how Ferris treated them. Oh, um, sure. They got to be like battle-hardened warriors that are just, I don't want to say perfect, but like near perfect, because if they're not, Ferris is probably going to kill them or cast them out and not let them even be part of the tribe. Right. So they have, these are literally the best of the best. They're like we said, they're they're Spartans. Oh, mercy is weakness. Mm -hmm. Mercy is weakness. That's the whole shtick and has been for a while. So are the iron hands like super, well, I don't want to say that are they super strong in game? Cause every space Marine chapter is going to be super strong, but like they seem like they'd be tempered a little harder and stronger and beefier than a normal ass like ultramarine that's been doing taxes. Uh, so Iron Hands actually have broken the game more than once. Um, uh, good, that's good, mainly good. because they're a shooting army uh, and oh. they just happen to have really good rules. OK, um, the Iron Hands are definitely embodiments of their Primarchs cold steel-like methodical thinking mm-hmm. they I, I think okay so i guess there's the minotaurs who are also huge douchebags but <laughs> if you had to think of like the opposite of the salamanders like oh look it's a civilian that can't help themselves uh sucks maybe you should have been stronger bye although honestly for an iron hands if they were gonna like really encompass their primer could be like oh look a civilian that is weak and can't really help themselves let me kill you and take you out of your misery it's like ooh, hey that's a civilian buddy and they're like i know this <laughs> now they don't have to suffer uselessness and it's like ah hey buddy. like soing scoob those civilians were unarmed <laughs> Also, what is that picture Shai put? Is what 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 is on that Iron Hands backpack? He looks like an admech. That is uh most likely a tech marine. Um I don't know if that's if that's the Iron Daddy himself. Um <laughs> but oh yeah, there's, there's a Daddy. There's a character named Iron Father Phyros. Okay. Uh, I, there, there is a group of of technologically um a technologically advanced uh kind of tribesmen on Medusa. That is, uh, uh, that are called the, the Iron Fathers that kind of eventually advanced to a form of, of hierarchy in the Iron Hands world. Oh, it's, um, it's very cool. I love that tech marine. That's so dope. Uh, Shai says, due to Ferris' iron personality and his literal iron hands, <laughs> many within the chapter consider flesh to be a sign of weakness and seek to expunge it from themselves through mechanical enhancement. To this end, they have made it a practice to make extensive use of bionic modifications, going so far that there are rumors of some Battle Brothers being wholly mechanical. So yes. Admech fans really kind of dig the iron hands, too? The the Admech... Uh, well, yeah, if, you want, if, the, if you're a giant Admech simp, yeah, I would imagine... 
you would be playing the Iron Hands. Mm-hmm, that's um, your side army. It's the Iron Hands. I do know that Ferris, I believe himself, didn't much like this practice. I know oh. there were some Iron Hands that would literally just replace their hands with full goddamn, um, uh, full goddamn mechanics, and he'd be like, "Why? Why? Like, what? <laughs> what, what are why? you doing?" <laughs> I just uh, want to be like you, Dad. Uh, Shy, yeah, if you got a quote, you can. I, I actually, is it the they are not my hands quote? I was about to read that one. <laughs> they are not my hands. <laughs> if it's, if mean, it's that one. Oh, is that one? Yeah, that I'll, one. I'll, I'll go ahead and read it. All right. They are not my hands. Um, this fact is, oh, is, is that it? Oh, well, okay. no, 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 there's more. They are not my hands. This fact is forgotten by my brothers inexplicably. It has always seemed to me. The hands are strong, to be sure, and have created great things for us all, but they are not mine, and that counts for something. They forget that the silver on my arms comes from a beast that I vanquished. It is the mark of a great evil that I ended, and yet it persists within me. I would struggle to remove it now. I will not remove the silver from my flesh because I have learned to depend on it. The fault is with my mind." I rely on the augmentation given to me by my metal gauntlets, so much so that the flesh beneath them is now little more than a distant memory. A day will come when I will strip it from me, lest I lose the power to master myself forever. Already my legion's warriors replaced their shield hands with metal in my honor, and so they too are learning to doubt the natural strength of their bodies. They must be weaned off this practice before it becomes a mania for them. Hatred of what is natural, of what is human, is the first and greatest of the corruptions. So I record it here. When the time comes, I will strip my hands of their unnatural silver. I will instruct my legion to recant their distrust of the flesh. I will turn them away from the gifts of the machine and bid them relearn the mysteries of flesh, bone, and blood. When, the father, when my father's crusade is over, this shall be my sacred task." When the fighting is done, I shall cure my legion and myself. For fighting is all there is if we may never pause to reflect on what such devotion to strength is doing to us, then our compulsion will only grow. Oh. So no. That's a good quote. He does not like his uh, his legion mutilating themselves and replacing their bodies with mechanics. No, he is he, not he, a fan. He, yeah, he, it sounds like he thinks it's an illness. They are like mentally ill if they think that that's a good thing. God damn it, oh, Shai. Oh, man. It proves that Ferris Manus is such an ignored character, even as in-universe's own legion doesn't care what he thinks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's true. Well, I mean, it's kind of tr- well. Maybe know. he should have been a little bit more likable then. Yeah, you know, I do find it interesting that he doesn't like the necrodermis that he has, and he wants to like rip it off because it's made him forget about his natural strength. I kind of well, like that idea. One would argue that uh, re- too much reliance on something that is not your own is a weakness in its own right. That's and true. So that's true. He it's like says, he's got a. He's like he's using the silver as a crutch. Yeah, and so he says that uh, despite them being as powerful as they are, one day he'll remove it so that he can have mastery over his hands again. Mm-hmm. And as you can see in some of the photos that Shy posted, you can see, yeah, they, they are quite mechanical, some of these space Whoa. marines. Uh, yeah. Yep, they have definitely... Uh, I bet the Admech are big fans of uh, <laughs> some of these Iron Hands wars. Big, big fans. Good if, God. 
if you are the kind of person who really likes dreadnoughts, vehicles, <laughs> and just like this weird style of, of being toughness, like this is generally your faction. Mm-hmm. If you are a, a tank heavy and dreadnought especially heavy person and you like those things a lot, it is absolutely this faction that you are the most uh, happy with. They're yeah. – uh, their like main rule in game is called the flesh is weak. So, uh, yeah, guess what happens after Ferris goes on the Great Crusade? Guess who he meets? He meets Fulgrim. He meets Fulgrim, Yay! the Phoenix and the Gorgon. Uh, hilariously, as we mentioned, the um, uh, F- uh, Fulgrim goes and talks to Sanguinius, and Sanguinius is like, "Brother, this art is so beautiful. I love it." And Fulgrim is like. Oh, Another person who appreciates the arts, and then Ferris comes in from behind and is like, that's stupid. Art's stupid. <laughs> Why would you care about art? That's stupid. And then Fulgrim laughed and called him a terrible Gorgon, uh, and which is why the name, name stuck, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. just hilarious because he's from the planet Medusa, which is, you know, Gorgon. Yep, and, and he's a Gorgon. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, uh, Gor- the Ferris Manus and Fulgrim met uh, and it was a good amount of kind of this little poking fun at one another. Mm-hmm. Ferris had this incredibly uh, stern personality, and Fulgrim was always so jokey and, and kind of would always poke at him like, hey, hey, you know, mm-hmm. boop, boop. Opposites attract, right? Opposites attract. Uh, and then, of course, at one point, Fulgrim went down to a forge and said that he was going to create the strongest weapon ever made. And Ferris was like, with your little baby boy hands, your little little pasty little, <laughs> little baby, baby boy man. hands, little baby oh, you, man with your baby hands, baby aren't you gonna hurt your mana curry, little little baby boy? <laughs> and uh, of course, they uh, they go to each other. Uh, both made a weapon to surpass one another. Fulgrim making the thunder hammer forge breaker, and Manus making the sword fire blade. And they were both like, God damn, what you made is so much better than what I made. And then they swapped and then they yeah, became they friends. Yeah. And ever since then, unfortunately, most of this is recounted in the Fulgrim episode. Yeah, because yeah, it is. there's not a whole lot else past that. Uh, Ferris Manus goes on this uh, major battle called the Diasporex Persecution which was them fighting some human and Xenos aligned uh, people rebel rebels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, killing them all because that's the great crusade. We know what we know. We know what we do. Mm-hmm. Aliens die of the great crusade. And then, you know, Fulgrim gets the layer blade starts to get a little bit funky, funky, it's a little kooky, crazy more than normal. Yep. Way more than normal. Horus begins to rebel and says, ooh, that Ferris guy is going to be a real problem <laughs> because, oh, he is Oy. he is very strong, very calculated, and he leads quite a few forces. Uh, hey, Fulgrim, you're friends with him, right? Go, go sway him. And Ferris, <laughs> of course, luck. says, oh, my God, you absolute buffoon. I can't believe you would be so weak as to betray our father <laughs> this fast. Yeah, and th- I I bet Ferris Manus was just none too happy about that. Yeah. Well, your his how wow, Fulgrim, your mind is so weak. Horus swayed you this fast, and mercy is weakness. So he yep. smashed the fire blade of Fulgrim to bits, 
knocking himself out, but Fulgrim couldn't bring himself to kill his brother and instead killed all of his uh, Terminator guard instead and then left. And Ferris, none too appreciative of this act, decided to be like, God damn it. Hey, hey, M, can we go kill all of, can we go kill this death guard? Uh, and then can we also go kill these world eaters and sons of Horus and Emperor's children? He's like, go get him, champ. And he's like, sick. <laughs> get him, so tiger. His, uh, his cold personality was put at bay, replaced by this just like pure fury and anger. Mm-hmm. And so he gets down to this beautiful place known as Isfahan 5. And Aww. he's like, Yay, the Night Lords, Alpha Legion, Word Bearers, and Iron Warriors are here to back us up. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. They're eating her, and now they're going to eat me. Oh, oh no. My. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then he gets a little ahead of himself. Yeah, the showdown. And yep. Fulgrim and Ferris fight. Ferris Manus's head is cut off by the Liera blade moving with the power of the demon and it rolls upon the ground. The iron hands Legion quite decimated by Isvan five. And for the most part is taken out of the Horus heresy uh, for the most part uh, due to this, which is great for Horus because yeah, they would have caused problems. Yes. And, uh, and big problems. Uh, let's see here. Ten, uh, uh, read yeah. this. Uh, Shai said, 10,000 years later, in the 41st millennium, a daemonet of Slanesh taunted Iron Hand Sergeant Name Morvox on Shardness, claiming that it had seen Manus's head, and it is still screaming. Ooh. Ooh, cope, seethe, and mauled. Cope, seethe, and mauled. Get wrecked. Your, <laughs> your Primarch is up. Yeah. Yeah, the, you know uh, what? The only part of this story that I kind of wish was different what's uh, that? is I wish that um, I wish that Fulgrim had cut off Ferris Manus's head with the blade that Ferris Manus had made for Fulgrim, just to add that little bit of extra. Ooh, you know, it's like this is the blade you made for me, and like in friendship, you know, and they swapped weapons, and it was that blade that sliced his brother's head off instead of just. I mean, the Lay Air Blade is very cool, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like it would have been more tragic if it had been the weapon that Ferris Manus had crafted himself, thinking it was the strongest weapon ever. That was his undoing. Well, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Fulgrim fought Ferris with the hammer. Uh, or was it the hammer? Yeah, but the hammer didn't kill him. No, it didn't. I, I believe they actually fought each other with the opposite weapon. Like I, I believe that... Uh, Fulgrim fought with the hammer and Ferris with the flaming blade, but then the the blade that yeah did the final blow was the Lair blade. Yeah, it should have been the it should have been the, the 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 flaming blade. Also, I don't know why in this picture he has a wrench. Why does he have a big wrench? Yeah, that does, not, yeah he's got a big old wrench like he was like he was trying to fix something. Like he, he should have his he should have his like big old thunder hammer, right? I don't know. I don't think he's fighting with a wrench. That's <laughs> very bizarre. All right, oh, I, I love this case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like unfortunately, that's kind of where Ferris's Manus's story ends. Um, oh, man, there is the one major situation uh, that comes along with the whole Legion of the Damned part, um, and I don't know ah. if you remember this, 
But in because I know Master of Mankind was not our favorite book. <laughs> That's um, an understatement. But at the end of the in the Webway battle, the Emperor did arrive with a uh, like headless avatar that ah. fought alongside him. And people think that that's Ferris because headless and it's not that bad of a concept. No, um, that the headless avatar that he fought with in the battle of the webway. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's, you know, there's a little bit of an unsure with the whole Legion of the damned thing and all that stuff and what Ferris has been up to. Yeah. Um, it's, well, <sighs> I-, I was going to say like, how else do you necessarily bring Ferris Manus back? Right, because obviously they're gonna want to bring him back somehow, right? Because money, so they got to bring him back somehow. And I mean, do they? Well, like I mean, I guess they don't have to. Are they gonna bring back uh, Sanguinius? Um, hasn't haven't there been talks of that though? And, and we didn't we say that that would be a terrible idea for Blood Angels fans? But didn't someone think that that might actually happen? I mean, everyone, someone, I think, either made a statement, and I don't think this is from the horse's mouth, but I think it was, like, uh, heard down by someone, by someone, by someone who works at GW, who said that every single Primarch will come back in some way. And someone, like, said that at some point, but that's, like, five times removed, like, six degrees from Kevin Bacon, so I don't Mm -hmm. really know if that's true. Um, But, uh, yeah, I don't think... I don't think much is going to kind of come from it. If if Ferris Manus comes back as like this headless horseman, um, Legion of the Damned thing, I, I wouldn't really kind of cool actually. I wouldn't really hate it so long as it's used extremely sparingly. Yeah, um, like extremely sparingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, it's it's really unfortunate because I don't have a whole lot more about Ferris to talk about right now. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if Shy has much more either, but for the most part, to understand Ferris, it's he's extremely cold, kind of a dick, thinks mercy is weakness, and tries to eradicate it everywhere everywhere he can. He was buddy buddy with Fulgrim, and Fulgrim killed him, and that's that's I, it. I, I really don't got much else. Oh well, Shy said people literally say that reading his own Primark book gives no effing info on him. Oh, yeah, there it is. Ferris Manus, the Gorgon of Medusa. Wow. I, I guess so. And I guess it's it's not that good. Okie doke. Well, there there you go, I guess. Ferris Manus, everyone. We did it. As, uh, the, the reviews are not good. <laughs> because it probably gives no real information on the Primark that it's uh, supposed to. So. I. Cool. I, I wish I genuinely wish I had more. And and I this is not like this is just a G I think just a GW thing. They mm-hmm. there had to be someone to die during the heresy in order to give the heresy really good stakes outside of Sanguinius and, and Horus, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, like there had to be some casualties more than, you know, characters have to die because it's interesting. Yeah, it's well, it's the big war. It's the big heresy. You can't just have uh, Chaos take the fattest L ever and have no casualties whatsoever on the side of uh, Emperor except Sanguinius' sacrifice. Like, you got to have more casualties than that, right? So I guess Ferris was just checked off. He's he's feels like the character that makes 
You, you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of a character that's introduced in like a Marvel movie and then is killed off in the same Marvel movie because they don't have the same, they don't have the <laughs> balls to kill off like an actual character. Right, right, right. And it's really unfortunate because the Iron Hands are really cool. Like, like looking all the mechanical bits and the tech Marines and the dreadnoughts. And oh, yeah, very cool. Like, you want to have like this army of cyborg space Marines. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really dope. And I think the Iron Hands are actually better than their Primarch. They're more interesting and they've become more interesting since his death. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Shy, shy in shy in all caps says <laughs> reviews on on Gorgon and Medusa are literally saying that his book quote gives good insight into Emperor's children. <laughs> you, oh, you know, wow, that's as, a, even if you try to learn about Ferris Manus from his book, he's so boring and uncared about that it's like you know what in his book let's just write about the Emperor's children. They're the interesting part of this story anyway. Eh, forget him. You know, in fairness, in fairness, it is lore accurate for the Emperor's children to be stealing the spotlights. Yep. That is a very Emperor's children thing to do. Especially over Ferris Manus. That would probably make them so happy. Like, the Emperor's children fans must love this book because it's just another slap in the face to Ferris Manus. Well, Emperor's children fans, I don't think, hate Iron Hands. Yeah, they do. I, I don't know why they would. They were parties. no. They totally do. No, no. Who are you? Shut, shut up. <laughs> I love how seriously you took me. Who, who, who do you think you <laughs> who are? The, do you think you are? Just speak for all those people. <laughs> that that's always the line at the end of in the middle of Guardians Two when uh, Chris Pratt shoots his dad. It's like who, who do you think, think you, you think you are? It's a really good I, line, actually. You want to read this from Shy? <clears throat> Shy says, and to be fair, is Manus, uh, to be fair, Ferris wouldn't care. If someone was to write a book about him and ask him what he wants it to be about, he would say, write that shit about Fulgrim. He loves that stupid crap. <laughs> that That is exactly what he would say, actually. Yeah, <laughs> probably. That is exactly what he would say. <laughs> If they were like, Ferris Menace, a remembrancer came up and was like, I would like to make a painting for, of you. He'd be like, go paint Sanguinius and Fulgrim. They're the little, little bitches like art and shit. I don't yeah, give they're a, the get, ones get out like of my way. Garbage. I need to go train. I need to go do tactics and important things. Yeah, that's. He just I goes mean, that's, like, that's get, that's get, out, fair, get, out of, get out of my way. Pushes him a little too fast and breaks his spine. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, that Shoves sucks. Him he just breaks in half. Yeah. Should have been stronger. Yeah, I, I I was really hoping that I would go into this and be like, the the, the thoughts on Ferris Manus were wrong. And th- there's one part that I was wrong about. He hates what his Legion has become. Or he would hate what his Legion has become. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. If he was still alive, he would be very upset with what they've turned into. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that, I was really hoping for to, to be wrong, to be like, okay, this is what they because you know I was thinking of like Percherabo when I read about Percherabo. I was like, he's a oh, petulant yeah. man child. I'm like, all right, let's learn about Percherabo. And I was like, okay, no, he absolutely is, but I kind of love him. Yeah, There's at the a same bit time, more to it. Yeah, this is exactly what I thought I was going to get, or uh, uh, exactly what I've been told, and it's unfortunately rather disappointing. I'm sorry, Iron Hands fans, but yeah, it is what your, it is. What it is. Your Legion is substantially more interesting than your Primarch. 
You know, and I think Iron Hands fans are okay with that, because they're like, well, yeah, maybe Ferris Manus is boring, but look at our sick army! Look at how cool our stuff is! Whatever, Ferris Manus sucks, fine, but look at the wealth of cool that we've got. So, I, it's fair trade. It depends. Yeah, it's fair trade. I have a buddy who plays Iron Hands, and uh, and he uh, he makes his thing called Sons of Medusa, and they're all, like, uh, ah. green and stuff. It's very cool. Um, but... And, you know, in-game, they've got great rules. They have broken the game multiple times because of how hard they just gun you down. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. It, it is it what is it is. It is what it is. Yep. So that's that. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. I apologize that it was not as fancy as I would have liked. But uh, also next week. episode, by the way. No, it wasn't a short episode. But yeah, longer than the short episode we were supposed to have last time, actually. But next week we will be talking about the Iron Hands themselves. And, and God damn it, did we try this episode? Yeah, we sure did. We tried. Um, but next week it'll be the Iron Hands ones, and it should actually be a bit more interesting <laughs> and a little bit more like, huh, huh, going on. Interesting, yeah, a little, little, little chin scratcher. Yeah, indeed. Uh, well, there's not much of a chin to scratch anymore. Well, yeah, not, not yeah. Ferris ain't gonna be scratching that chin. Yeah, I pressed the wrong soundboard button. Well, I, I, <laughs> I for some reason when you press that button, I just imagine Ferris's head being blown off by a reverb fart. No, don't I look? All these, uh, all these loyalist legions are here to back us up on this van five turns around. Oh!